I'm Dunica Dennehy and I'm a composer. This is actually my second opera with Enda Walsh, uh, the playwright. So we did Last Hotel last time, so we're going backwards, second violinist. I'm very excited about it, actually. We just had a rehearsal there with the chorus. So this one involves a chorus as well as uh, solo singers. And actually, there are large parts of it then that are just music with text messages. So it's a kind of strange new beast. Um, and it's, it's basically about a, a second violinist whose life is sort of falling apart. I suppose that term is a loaded term, the second violinist. Uh, and Enda plays with the implications of that uh, in the script. One thing I should say about him is that he and a person he's chatting to online are both obsessed with Gesualdo. And that works its way into the score, too. There's these references, there's a piece, there's a kind of seed from Gesualdo, which sort of takes root like a virus in the score. It's sort of like a thriller. Uh, in fact, it is a thriller, really, in the way it even sort of unfolds. And um, we're very excited to be actually premiering at the Galway International Arts Festival because I think that's the first time they've ever done an opera in their 40-year history. We, when we were working on The Last Hotel, we had so much fun doing it because it is a kind of addictive thing to do opera. It's all-encompassing. It's kind of tiring in a way, but it is very addictive. And um, in the middle of it, we, he had an idea about doing something with a forest. It was just a visual idea to begin with. And we were even talking about having no singing, just entirely music. And from that, we sort of developed, it developed into this second opera together. And, um, but there was a kind of story both of us were following, which also influenced the, the kind of theme of the, of, the, of the opera. And then he just went away and wrote the libretto. And um, this time there was a bit more back to and fro, fro between us because I did look for two extra pieces for one of the singers, from one of the characters, and then for the choir as well. And, um, and in a way, that's sort of my learning from doing the first one as to how to balance the various things. Uh, and that was it, really. And then I wrote it, yeah. The visuals are really important in this. There's an incredible new uh, film being made for it by Jack Phelan. And, and ha the screen is this, this back part of the screen under the forest is just a, this incredibly intense LED screen. And um, so there is a sense in which, yes, it is bigger, but also it's a sort of, it, it, it's, it's a stranger genre in a way. In a way, you could just say that the last time was just sung the whole way through, whereas this is both an opera and a kind of play and a kind of multimedia thing. And I'm using a horn, um, and I'm using uh, two flutes, two clarinets, and a viol in the string section. And so it has a sort of, it has a wider depth to it. Uh, and the other thing is that I do, I'm really gone um, deep into the overtone series in this piece. And so, uh, so there's a huge, like I'm making use of the natural overtones of the horn, the bass, everything. And um, so that really kind of, there's these kind of, from these little seeds are these massive flowering overtone kind of things, which in a way become more ecstatic 
as the plot becomes grubbier. Enda wanted that this main character, the second violinist, be obsessed with some sort of great composer. Uh, and in fact, we were thinking he was wanting it maybe to be a contemporary one to begin with, and we discussed some names of, uh, of people that are alive. Uh, but then, as we discussed the plot, it made more and more sense to have a Gesualdo that he was obsessed with. Also, there was an interest for me, a purely selfish one, which is that I have sort of, for me personally, discovered the music of Gesualdo over the last few years. As my incre in interest in early music has really sort of increased, um, which you'll also hear in a piece that I wrote for viola and 11 microtonal vials. And I'm particularly interested in the harmonic language of what he's doing and, and the kind of duality, the major minor duality that's in. Uh, especially in his responsoria, actually. Uh, and um, I, there's a weird thing. Kevin Volans used to slag me about this little semitone trick in my music. I never thought it was a trick, but he spotted this, where a semitone would fall and immediately would create a, a new harmonic world. And when I was looking at Gesualdo, I went, oh my God, this is all over his music. That's how he does some of these things. And uh, so that became like a little seed for me, this the duality of the major and the minor third and how they can be in the overtone series too. And so that was the reason also for picking Gesualdo, like a kind of a, there was a kind of a, a, a musical germ there that could be really used. Outside, of course, the rather awful details of his life, which do... I don't want to give too much away, but do have a parallel in this opera. He's a kind of cipher for this really on-the-edge violinist who wants to sort of admire some sort of great artist, and yet that great artist is not a great person, you know, and, the, and it's a kind of a messed-up uh, idolatry that's going on in this piece. I love it, yeah, absolutely love it. And I wonder, is it got, has it got to do with the fact that my father was a writer? And so it's like a merging of two worlds. I love the play with meaning. And yet, of course, as a composer, you can hit meaning and then dance off it. And um, there's something really addictive about it. And, and it's a great honor and an inspiration to work with uh, someone as talented as Enda Walsh on it. So it's really... It is for me. It's a yeah. I love doing it. All right, I have to admit that. Yeah. Well, I have a new album coming out in August with Bedroom Community called Tessellatum, which is a piece I really love. Which is for this viola, Nadia Sorota is her name, and um, eleven microtonal vials, um, all of which are played in the recording by Liam Byrne, who actually is Irish, uh, but he's been he, I think he left quite young and like in his childhood and. Yeah, he's a great vile player. And um, so that's something that I'm really excited about. I'm writing a new percussion piece for Soul Percussion, which I'll do in New York. And um, I have a bunch of uh, pieces like that, yeah. I'm going to be doing some more orchestral music again, which I'm really happy about, yeah.